Welcome to episode nine of Turn Shit Into Gold. I am your host, Kristen, and today I am going to be talking about how to deal with feeling overwhelmed. And the reason that that is the topic this week is because of something that happened to me last week, which I will tell you a little story on. And then also because the week before that, I taught my group coaching girls how to do some stuff and the topic of overwhelm was coming up with that. So I will get into that as well, but it just seems to be a little bit of a common theme right now. And I want to help you figure out how to feel less overwhelmed, how to feel overwhelmed less often, and how to move out of that feeling more quickly. And I am someone who personally used to feel overwhelmed a majority of the time. Back before I started to do a lot of healing on myself and really tapped into my spirituality and my intuition, I was overcommitted in life. And even aside from that, I just feel like I was overwhelmed. There was a lot going on for me mentally and it was just a struggle a lot of the time and getting it tapped into my intuition and starting to work on healing helped with that a lot because I started to actually have boundaries and say no more, but it's also a much larger pattern that I've had to work on healing because any way that you're feeling, that's something that you are kind of feeding into in a way. If it's sticking around, you are allowing yourself to stay in that feeling. And I'm not saying that to blame you for what you're going through. It's to empower you to know that you can actually make a change. So if you right now are feeling really overwhelmed with something, just know that you do have the power to change that. So what happened last week is I was supposed to be going to a bachelorette party in Los Angeles and I had a flight for Thursday at 4 p.m. And I had been really excited for this bachelorette party. It was for my friend who I met at boxing class this fall in Dallas. So she's a newer friend of mine and I love her. We have a lot of fun together. And she had this super fun bachelorette party planned. We were going to be doing a lot of different things a winery on Friday. Originally, we were going to go to a burlesque show Friday night as well, but that ended up getting switched up. Part of what was kind of contributing to my feeling of overwhelm was that there were several changes that kept happening to the itinerary. So I was trying to prepare for the party and then things would be changing. Now we're not having dinner here. We're having dinner here. Now we're not going to this show. We're doing this thing, that type of a vibe. And I was still excited for it. Saturday, we were going to go on a boat ride and then get dinner somewhere. And then they were going to go to a club after, which I was a little nervous about because I'm an early bedtime person. So I was trying to mentally prepare for that as well. And then Sunday, brunch and an escape room. And I've done an escape room once before. They're really fun. So I was excited for that too. And then I was going to be flying back um, Sunday evening. So I had been super excited for this. And then as it was getting closer, there were lots of changes to the itinerary, which was definitely starting to stress me out just a little bit. And then also the weather, the weather was 
becoming available. I was going to say changing, but truly it's just that in my head, it was going to be probably, you know, mid seventies, 80 degrees in LA. It would be great because it's the beginning of April. And then as it was getting closer and I could actually see the weather, the high was going to be between 69 and 71 degrees. So then all of a sudden the outfits that I thought I was going to wear, I was having to try to figure out what am I going to wear? This needs to shift. I felt like I needed to go look at some other options at the mall. There was also a situation where we were going to be wearing navy blue tank tops on the boat ride and none of my swimsuits would look good with navy blue. So I felt like I needed to get a new swimsuit. And I've had some stuff going on in my business that I needed to be attending to. So I was trying to get that stuff done trying to fit in, going and getting things, and needed to get her a gift as well. And I went to the mall on Tuesday night. And then while I was at the mall, my boyfriend called me and said that one of his friends from high school was in town. He just found out and he wanted me to try to meet him before I left. So then it was like, I was trying to hurry up at the mall so I could go meet his friend and went and met his friend. We had a great time. But then I realized the next day I totally forgot to get her gift. One of the main reasons I was at the mall, I completely forgot and I had a bunch on my schedule for Wednesday, the day that it was. So I couldn't go get it that day. And then I fit it in before my 9 a.m. training session on Thursday with my personal trainer and then was trying to get packed, was still kind of unsure about some of the outfits. And I ordered Chipotle on DoorDash. There's a Chipotle so close to me. It's only a block away. But I was trying to figure out packing and make sure that I was all ready for that. I also had someone coming to my house. Her name's Demi. She's going to be starting to help me with some things on the personal side right now because I don't know what my deal is, but every time I go to the store, I have my list of my things that I need and I get everything on my list and I get home and I realize that there was one thing that I needed that somehow never made it on my list. And it happens pretty much every single time and I'm sick of it. And uh, my friend and former mentor, Allie, has hired Demi to do some work for her, both on the personal and professional side. And I said, I really, really need her right now on the personal side. So I'm going to hire her, have her help me out. So Demi was supposed to be coming about a half an hour before I wanted to leave for the airport so that I could show her around, let her know these are the things that I need in stock at all times. These are the things that need to make it onto my list, even if I forget to get them there, that sort of thing. So she was supposed to be coming at two. And then I was planning to leave for the airport at 2.30. I would get there before three o'clock. My flight was at four. Some of you might be thinking that's pushing it, but that's how I like to do the airport. I also never usually check a bag. I don't like to have that extra step of having to check a bag and I don't like to have to wait for it once I get to my destination, I like to just go. So I never check a bag, but I had decided for this trip, I'm going to check a bag because I just want to have some shoe options and I want to have my full size skincare stuff, hair products. I just don't want to have to try to cram everything into a carry-on. So I was checking a bag and I figured this will be totally fine. I also have TSA pre-check, so I get through security in a breeze. It's going to be perfect. Well, I ordered my Chipotle and I ordered it a little later than I meant to because I realized there were also a couple 
things I needed to do for my business that I almost forgot to do before I left and they had a deadline, like they, they had to get done. So I did those quick and then realized I need to order my Chipotle. I ordered it. It was going to be here a little later than I wanted. It was supposed to arrive at 1.45. Demi was arriving at 2. I'm like, it's fine. I can quickly eat it. She'll get here. Everything's going to be good. Well, a couple minutes after the food was supposed to already be here, I got a call from my dasher saying that the order had already been picked up. And he was asking if I went and picked up my Chipotle. And I said, no, I did not. It sounds like someone stole my food. So then he was telling me to report it in the app, but he didn't even mark anything to conclude the situation. So it was confusing to try to find where I reported that I never got my food. They were trying to chat back with me and I said, I just need a refund. I'm leaving for the airport. I don't have time to wait for another order. They kept asking all these questions. I'm trying to finish packing. It was very hectic. I called Demi quick, asked her if she would be willing to go grab the Chipotle for me and told her the situation, texted her my order and said that I would just include that when I Venmoed her for the rest of what she was doing for me. And then I get off the phone with her and then DoorDash calls me after I already just got the situation handled. So I thought with the refund, they call and they're like, Hey, it's showing in our app that it was delivered. Can you just please check to see if it's delivered? So I walk over, open my door, nothing there. I let them know it was not indeed delivered. My dasher said it wasn't even there. So I don't know how it would have been delivered. They get that all sorted out. He's like, okay, we'll proceed with your refund. I say, thank you. Get off the phone. Demi had texted me again and asked if I had already paid for my food And I called her again and was like, hey, no, like I haven't even ordered it again because I didn't want to risk somebody else somehow picking up my order again. Like at this point, I'm getting near hangry. It is past the time when I normally should have eaten. And especially because I had a workout that morning, I was extra hungry and I just needed to get some food, finish packing and get on my way. So She's like, totally cool. I'll order it. And she got here then 10 to 15 minutes later than originally planned because of the Chipotle fiasco. Gave me the food. I'm trying to eat it. She's trying to ask me questions, you know, trying to get done the job that she came here to do, which she was also going to be bringing me to the airport. So that was part of it. But we ended up leaving a little bit later than I would have liked to because of all of that. And then I got there and found out, well, first she brought me to the wrong spot and we had to loop around. So it was just like this whole chain of events. Then I get there and I find out that you have to have your bag there like an hour early, an hour before the flight or 45 minutes. And I didn't know that because I never check a bag. So I'm sitting there. I have barely enough time to even be making my flight at this point. I could have made it, but she couldn't take my bag. And because of the stress of that day, all that Chipotle stuff, having to go get the gift that morning, morning of, which was not ideal. And even just the other stuff that week of having to go to the mall, try to figure that out, getting the call that my boyfriend's friend was in town. Like I was trying to cram so much stuff into these three and a half days of the week. And I just felt too overwhelmed to even 
figure out what to do in this situation. And I did first just say, what are my options? And she said, we could get you on a later flight today, but there aren't any. She was being pretty rude to me, (laughs) if I'm being honest. Um, And then I was like, okay. And then she said, actually, even if there were a flight today, I couldn't help you because you booked this through whatever program. I can't remember the name of the program, but I booked it with Miles. So she said I was going to have to call an 800 number. So I'm sitting there and it's like, I don't have time to call an 800 number and figure something out and try to, like, I was realizing I could get on my flight, but my bag can't get on my flight. And it was just too much in my brain. And I sent my friend a text. I also sent Demi a text right away and was like, I'm too late to check my bag. And she said she'd loop back around and come get me. I text my friend whose bachelorette party it was, let her know that I missed my flight. She's asking what I'm going to do. I'm like, I don't know. In that moment, all I wanted to do was teleport back to my apartment and burst into tears. I just wanted to cry. That's all I wanted. I wanted to just be alone and cry and like release all of this built up stress that I was feeling, which by the way, I am very aware that this happened because there were little things that I wasn't fully dealing with along the way that were piling up. And that's a pattern that I'm working on healing for myself of not dealing with things that I don't want to deal with. And then they pile up and then something like this happens where I just can't even, as they say. So I am texting my friend. She's telling me like, see if they can just get your bag on the next flight. And then it was like, oh, I didn't even fully think of that, but that could have worked. But also I already walked away from the counter. And at this point it hit enough minutes had passed where I might not have made it in time because I think they usually close the doors to the plane like 15 minutes before the takeoff time. And last I saw it was taking like eight minutes to get through security, even with pre-check. It was 10 minutes for the regular line and eight minutes for pre-check, which is hilarious. So I was thinking like, I might make it, I might not make it. And for sure not if I have to go back and sit in line and try to talk to this lady who clearly doesn't want to help me. And I don't know if she even will. She might still try to tell me that she can't help me and I have to call this number. And like, I can't just abandon my bag at the airport. You know, all these thoughts going through my mind. And I just decided like, I don't, I don't think I can go at all because I do not have it in me right now to try to figure all of this out. And I had dinner reservations for that night that I needed to cancel because I wasn't going to be there. I needed to let the hotel know or try to work something out with the hotel because I had also treated myself to a nice hotel that was like over $300 for that night. Didn't want to be out that money for not being there that night. And then with the next day, the winery was occurring at like 2 p.m. And I didn't even know there were all these details that were kind of stressing me out a little bit that I hadn't dealt with yet. Like, I don't even know if this winery at 2 p.m. means I'm supposed to meet them there at 2 p.m. or if we're meeting somewhere else at 2 p.m. to go to the winery together. I still needed to reach out to someone to find that out about the next day. So the fact that I didn't even know that and then I would have had to try to look at flights and try to figure out what would actually get me there in time and also LA traffic, not knowing how long it would take me to get from the airport 
to wherever I needed to meet them. Like there was just too much going on there for my brain to handle at that moment. So Demi picked me up. She brought me back to my apartment. I called my friend Jess. We FaceTimed and I cried. (laughs) We talked through some stuff and I just was like, I can't, like, I just can't do this. Like I cannot, I just, I didn't have it in me. You know, I was very overwhelmed. So talking to Jess helped, crying helped, but also one of the biggest things that helped me was giving myself permission to not try to figure anything out. Like I really needed to just decide I'm not going at least for sure not today, but I'm not going. I don't need to figure anything out. I don't need to deal with any of this for right now. I can just do whatever I feel like I need. And that was, you know, talking to my friend Jess, crying, just sitting on my couch, processing a little bit what was going on. And I had also sent my boyfriend a text and told him and he right away, so sweet, offered to come pick me up, but I let him know Demi was coming to get me. So I was good there. He also asked me if there was anything else I needed. And I told him right now, I just want to go cry, (laughs) but then I would let him know if there was anything else I needed. So I also allowed myself to have some support in that situation, but mostly I just let myself just like sit and exist and process all this stuff that I had been excited for, for a couple months was not happening anymore. And I wasn't going to be there. And also just with my whole mindset on everything and the way that I approach life, I knew this, I, I truly believe everything happens for a reason. So this happened for a reason. This happened for my highest good. There's some reason why it is better that I am not going there tonight. And then I allowed myself to start to think about what that reason might be, which right away it was like, well, clearly I'm feeling overwhelmed right now. And this feeling of overwhelm didn't pop up out of nowhere it's something that has been building. And there were a couple of other things on my to-do list that weren't as strictly time sensitive, but are, there was something that I really wanted to get approved with my website designer so she could move forward. I wanted to have it approved honestly on Monday, but hadn't happened Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday definitely not Thursday. And so not going would create the space for me to take a look maybe on Friday or even possibly over the weekend, which is what ended up happening. I ended up looking at it, I think on Saturday, but I just had not realized how much stuff was just kind of going on in my head and swirling around, if you will, that I had not given myself the space to deal with. And then it's also a situation where I've technically created it for myself. And again, this is not to be blaming in any way. It's empowering to realize I created this situation for myself and then to look back and figure out how did I create this situation for myself? what contributed to this. And if you're feeling overwhelmed, it is usually because you are telling yourself that you have to do all of these things and that you have to do them all at a certain time or by a certain time. 
And that's what I had been doing to myself. I had been thinking all of these thoughts about how I need to get this done by this certain time. And it's technically not true. It's something that I've made up. It's something that I have put on myself, like with my website. I originally wanted a new website to be done in January. And then the first person who I hired to do it, it just wasn't working out. She wasn't familiar with the system that I wanted the website on. And I could just feel it was not the right fit. So I had to release her, move on from that, found someone else who I knew was familiar with the platform I wanted to use and would be a great fit. But she couldn't even start on the project until the second half of January. And I knew it would be at least a couple of months before it was done. But I decided this is what would be best because I knew I would end up with something that I loved at the end. So I decided to move forward with her. But then I was putting all this pressure on myself to try to get each thing approved and done as quickly as possible along each step so then she could do everything as quickly as possible. And it's like I was telling myself the whole time that I was behind because I originally had this desire to have it done in January. But that's just me wanting it as soon as possible. It's not something that actually has to happen. And then I'm in a marketing class right now. And we have a lesson each week and homework each week. And I have not done all of the homework that has been given yet, but I'm not actually behind. And uh, the person who's running the class, Hillary, will even tell us each week that you're not behind. If you haven't done all the homework yet, you're not behind. You're right where you're supposed to be. It's fine. But I was still kind of telling myself, you're behind. And I was starting to feel overwhelmed because it was piling up because each week there was technically something additional that was being added to my to-do list. And I was allowing myself to feel the weight of that and to feel pressure to get caught up and to get these things done. So I no longer had them on my plate instead of realizing one, I don't even technically have to do it all. This is a thing that I really like to try to remind myself often that just because you sign up for a course doesn't mean that you actually have to do every single thing in that course. There might be one thing that you signed up for to get, like you didn't consciously know that this was the thing, but that's all you needed to get out of it. Your soul needed you to get one certain lesson out of it or your human self needed to learn one thing to be able to move forward. But I was telling myself this story. The stories we tell ourselves are either very dangerous or very helpful. Either way, they are powerful. And I was telling myself this story that I was behind. I was telling myself the story that I was behind with my website. I was telling myself the story that I was behind in this marketing class. I was telling myself the story that I was behind with getting some other things out that I wanted out and in the world for people to sign up for. Like I have a monthly membership now that people can sign up for where you get two to three new tools each month that help you with your healing and getting your energy aligned. And then two live calls with me for Q&A. And I originally wanted to have all of, I made two lessons or included two lessons for March 
And then I was including two for April, but it was technically three videos that I needed to record because I was teaching how to do an energy recovery. And there are two different ways to do it. One where you're just recovering your energy from other people. And then one where you're recovering your energy from traumatic situations. So I was making two separate videos for that so that people can go to whichever one they want in the moment. So it's three videos total that I was recording and I opened enrollment for the membership in March and I included tools that would be there for people who signed up in March, but I wasn't going to be doing calls in March because I needed people to actually sign up to be able to show up for the calls. So I wanted to have all of that content recorded before I really opened it, but that wasn't realistic for me. So I opened enrollment, let people start signing up, but I had this deadline of needing to have that content out for people by April 1st. And then with the timing of this bachelorette party and me leaving on the 31st, I realized, oh, I actually need it done before the 31st so I can get it out there. And it was just this whole chain of events that was set off and me feeling like I was behind on getting ready for the bachelorette party, behind on packing, all of that, and running behind schedule. That was all stuff that happened for me being in the energy of I'm behind. I'm behind on where I'm supposed to be. When you're telling yourself that, your brain is repeating it over and over and over, and that becomes your reality. And it just magnifies that energy that you're in. So I was accidentally creating a situation for myself that I didn't want. And I do realize as well that I would have probably been, even aside from all of these other overwhelm things, if I hadn't been in that energy, I think I would have probably still felt overwhelmed at the bachelorette party over the weekend because I only know my friend and I've met her sister briefly at the gym but I've never hung out with her sister and then her other friends all live either in LA or somewhere else. So I haven't actually met them. I would be meeting all new people, hanging out with new people. I do love, I love to meet new people. I love to get to know new people, but I also need time to recharge. I need time to do an energy recovery for myself after I've been around a lot of people and I need time, like a significant amount of time to be back in my own energy and really reset. And that wouldn't have been possible at this bachelorette party because we were, you know, doing things all weekend. There were things that were planned all weekend. So I would have most likely felt overwhelmed over the weekend from just being around a lot of people and all new people and going to clubs. I am not normally staying up late. I'm definitely not normally in a club. That's a lot of energy. That's a lot for me to take on. And I have a feeling that part of why everything ended up happening the way it did is because that just would not have been good for me energetically. And I would have ended up struggling for for sure this whole week, if not even possibly like a couple weeks trying to energetically recover from that weekend. I'm sure I would have still had a lot of fun also, but I think it would have been a lot and I maybe wasn't fully energetically prepared for being in that situation. So that 
is what happened for me. And I've learned how to be overwhelmed for a shorter amount of time by mainly just starting to accept how I feel, acknowledge fully, okay, I'm feeling really overwhelmed right now, and just let that be. Just acknowledge I'm feeling really overwhelmed. You can acknowledge why you're feeling overwhelmed. And then for me, it was realizing really I created this situation for myself by allowing myself to feel like I was behind on things. And then I just, like I said, gave myself permission to not do anything. For sure, Thursday, it was like, I don't have to do anything if I don't want to. And here's what's interesting. And I think it might be a little bit of reverse psychology on myself because I've done this with other types of things too, where I'll give myself permission. Like you don't have to clean anything. And because I give myself that permission, then I end up doing it anyway. Like, oh, I'll just empty my dishwasher quick. I'll just put this load of laundry away quick. I'll just throw in this load of laundry because I've given myself the permission to not do anything. So I no longer feel that pressure and it somehow feels easier. So I give myself permission to get home and just cry and not do anything productive for the rest of the evening. And I ended up unpacking when I got home and I normally don't unpack from a trip until days after I get back. Sometimes it's like a week after I get back. I will even say there have been times where it has been multiple weeks since I got back from a trip and I have not finished unpacking. I, of course, end up unpacking some things because there are things that I need to use or want to use, but it's bad, y'all. I am not so good at unpacking. So I had given myself that permission to not unpack And I ended up fully unpacking everything and getting everything put away, which also then that helped me with feeling less overwhelmed. But it was also a surreal experience for me because I was sitting there unpacking and putting away all this stuff that I just packed that same day. I felt like I spent my Thursday getting ready for a trip not being able to go on it and then getting unready from it. And it was not fun. It definitely sucked. But I let myself just acknowledge that, acknowledge that it sucked. And FaceTimed with my friend Jess. I was probably halfway done unpacking when I talked to her. And I paused completely on the unpacking to talk to her, cry, just release some energy and emotion And then I did start to unpack a little bit again while talking to her, but I finished it when I was done talking to her. But just letting yourself not do anything can help you move through the overwhelm. Because when you're in that state of feeling so overwhelmed, it's really hard to get things done. And even if you do get something done, you might, depending on what it is, not get it done correctly because your brain is just not in the right space to take care of anything. So give yourself that permission to not do anything and ask yourself what you feel like you need. It's okay to do something to just cope. 
try to have some healthy or at least healthy-ish coping mechanisms. For example, you know, I in the past would have probably been like, I'm going to get drunk now. Like, I don't want to deal with this. That's not so healthy. That's, you know, going to possibly cause some other issues for you. But now I don't do that. I am not much of a drinker at all anymore. I'll have a celebratory drink sometimes or a really good pairing at a meal. But otherwise, I don't just drink to drink. And I felt like what I wanted was to watch like a very lighthearted movie. And so I did text my boyfriend and ask him if he was free because obviously I was originally supposed to be gone. So I was just assuming he probably had other plans, but he didn't. So he came over, he had to finish up a little bit of work when he came over and then We spent some time together and I was able to just not worry about things. I, again, from giving myself the permission to not deal with anything, I did call the restaurant, let them know that I wasn't going to be there. And I did end up calling the hotel and they said that they have an option where you can just reschedule your reservation. So I didn't end up having to be out that money. I was able to just reschedule a reservation, which I'll have to reschedule again because I have no trips to LA planned. But at least now I know I can just do that so that I'm not just out money from a hotel that I never stayed at. And that was all I did to try to deal with anything on Thursday. And on Friday, I also gave myself permission to just not do anything. And even though I was here, so I could have done some of my normal routine things like go to the spin class that I usually go to, I decided I was going to really slow down. So I didn't even go to my spin class. I laid by the pool in the afternoon and just let myself relax and just take a day. And then on Saturday, I had more relaxation time, but I also took a look at my website and made the decisions that I needed to make. Because obviously when you're feeling overwhelmed, it's not easy to make decisions. And that's some of what I was running into was struggling to make decisions and move forward on things because I was allowing myself to feel all sorts of pressure that I didn't need to put on myself. It was all technically me creating this situation for myself. So I got that done and I had a mostly just very relaxing three days, but also actually took care of some things. And I can't remember if it was on Friday. Yes, I think it was on Friday. I also decided that I would not force myself to try to figure out or fix anything with the flight, but I decided I'm just going to look. So this is again, just a little trick that I use on myself to help myself move forward on something that feels overwhelming that I don't really want to deal with. I just went and looked and somehow Delta let me just reschedule my whole flight, even though I had already missed one half of this round trip 
they let me reschedule my flight. And so I just pushed that out to August. I'm going to end up changing it again. But that was just something to get that off of my plate so that I don't have to deal with it right now. And from going through cycles of doing this to myself, getting myself in situations where I feel really overwhelmed and paralyzed, essentially, I have learned how to move through it with more ease and support myself better through it by giving myself permission to just do nothing and then giving myself permission to just explore resolving one thing, not feeling like I have to get this taken care of and also knowing that I could allow other people to support me in it, which was actually my original plan with the flight because both Demi and my friend Jess had offered to contact Delta for me and get that sorted out. So I was going to, on Thursday in my head, I was like, I'm going to have one of them help me. But it was like, I was feeling so overwhelmed that I just couldn't even, it was like, I can't even delegate this to you because I know that there are still going to be questions for me. And I just felt like I'm not in a space to answer any questions right now. Like my brain was just, it was unwell. (laughs) It was having a moment. So if you're feeling like that, if you're feeling so overwhelmed, give yourself permission to not do anything for 24 hours and realize that in most cases with most things, it's not life or death. Things aren't going to completely fall apart if you just don't do anything for 24 hours. And if there is something that absolutely, absolutely has to get done, ask for support. There will be someone who can help you and allow yourself to receive that support. And if you are in a space where you're having trouble receiving, because that is a space that I used to live in for a long, long time, you are probably also somebody who helps people frequently and ask yourself, how willing would you be to help out your friend or your loved one in a similar situation? You would probably very easily offer to help them and it wouldn't be a big deal to you. So remind yourself of that so that you're able to actually ask for support and receive support through that. And then after you've given yourself time to do nothing and not think about it and just do what you need to do to take care of yourself, then start to ask yourself, how did I get myself into this situation of overwhelm? What are the things that I have maybe said yes to that I shouldn't have said yes to that weren't in alignment, that were maybe just a little bit too much for me right now? And where am I telling myself stories that I don't need to be telling myself that are contributing to this issue? Where am I giving myself deadlines that don't actually need to exist and putting pressure on myself to finish something in a certain amount of time? Or where am I putting pressure on myself to make something bigger or better than it needs to be? Because that's another one. We'll tell ourselves that something has to be this certain way and it doesn't. That's one of the biggest things that I've learned starting my own business because I would love for things to be perfect, but I have to realize that first of all, there might never be anything that I create that's actually perfect. But 
even when there is something that's as close to perfect as perfect could be, it's okay for that stuff to be years down the line. It's okay for me to have courses that are very basic for the first few years. It's totally fine. The quality of the information that I'm teaching matters so much more than how perfectly packaged it is. It doesn't have to be fancy for people to get a transformation and for people to be helped. So think about that, how that would apply to you and your situation, because I'm obviously talking about with what I'm doing, how this works, but it can be applied to your situation as well. And with the deadline thing, you know, going back or flipping to the other side of it with my website designer, there was one time that she had to get something to me on Saturday instead of on Friday. And she let me know, I think the day before that, maybe that it might be a little bit late and she had some stuff going on in her personal life. And that's the thing. We are all human beings. We all have shit happen to us. So if you are in a situation where you have a deadline that involves other people who were counting on you and you no longer think you can meet that deadline, as soon as you possibly can, just let them know. Let them know this is what's going on. I'm going to need an extra day or I'm going to need an extra two days, whatever it is. And this actually similarly came up with a one-on-one coaching client just last week of her feeling like her new boss has a lot of expectations of her and it might be unrealistic. And I let her know that she should absolutely just share that with her manager. And that's part of your job. If you are an employee with a manager is to let your manager know what is actually realistic and where you might need more support, what would be realistic compared with what they're asking for. That's something that I had to learn to communicate with some managers in the past of, you know, this, this is realistic. This might not be, this is what I would need in order to do this sort of a thing. And you have every right to communicate that. And the sooner you communicate those things, the better. I think a lot of people are afraid to communicate that thing because they're afraid that their manager or client, if you have your own business, will think that you're incapable in that situation. That might be what you're thinking. Oh, they'll think I'm incapable if I say this. But what's worse to say, I am thinking it looks like I'm going to need an extra couple days on this or you stressing yourself out the whole time, trying to finish it, hoping you'll finish it, getting right up until the deadline and telling them it's actually not going to be today. I think every single one of us would prefer to know ahead of time, this is going to be a day or two late, than be thinking we're going to get it a certain time. And then you get told that that's not happening. So start to try to feel into it a little bit earlier and give yourself the space to say, this isn't realistic. And this goes with personal life things as well. If you have a spouse, if you have children and there are things that you are trying to do for them, just know that you can tell people this is what's realistic, this is what's not, and you can ask for help. You can ask for more support. So allow yourself to be supported. And then the other situation that I wanted to chat about was one of my clients in 
group coaching, she has started her own business and she has all of these goals and the way that she would like things to go down. And she's very ambitious also. So there are all these things she's doing and it's going to be really great. But she was putting all these timelines on herself that absolutely don't need to exist. And it's going back to this idea of thinking that everything has to be a certain way from the start, that you have to have all three of these certifications before you start, when realistically you only need what you already have right now. The other things are just bonuses and those are additional offerings that you could have for your clients. So you don't need to have all of that done right in this moment. You don't need to have a website to get started. That's a very common thing. People will think I need to have a website in order to get started. You absolutely don't. Having social media is good enough because people can find you there. They can ask you questions. You know, you don't, you don't need to have so many things that you're telling yourself that you need to have. And in the group coaching, I was teaching the girls how to do a read on the energy of their businesses. So I had them do reads for each other and she got a read and got to find out what her business actually wants her to prioritize, what she needs to get done now, what can wait until later, when she can actually hope to have some of those things done by. And at the end of our session, she felt so much better because she had that clarity and realized that most of this pressure that she was feeling was completely self-inflicted. And that is what we do to ourselves. We have these crazy high expectations of ourselves and these ideas of how things have to go, but they absolutely do not have to be that way. You don't have to have everything all figured out in order to get started. And there are so many different ways to do things, especially if you do have your own business. The longer that I have had my own business and even just started following people on TikTok or Instagram who have their own businesses, I just realized more and more how many different ways there are to do things. I just saw a TikTok yesterday of a girl who does scrunchies with crystals in them. And then she also makes candles that she puts some crystals in. And the way that she does it is she does a launch once a month. So she'll work on creating the products and getting products built up. And then she can list what she has and allow people to buy them until they're sold out. And then she starts preparing for the next one. But she was asking her audience if they wanted to have a pre-order option where they're ordering and paying for the item and she will then create it after they order it and give them the heads up. It'll be probably three or four weeks from when you order it until when you get it. But that might end up being a better option for people so that they know they can get what they want instead of waiting until it opens and kind of fighting with other people to get that product that they want. So that right there is two different ways that you could do that. And she could also put herself in a situation where she just has things listed and is completely just trying to keep up with all of that. And it probably feels overwhelming to her. That would feel overwhelming to me. So this launch way of doing it and asking people if they do want 
more of a pre-sale option, which I would imagine she'd have to put some limits on (laughs) so that she doesn't end up with a bunch of orders that she can't fulfill. But those are just different options. There are different ways that you can do this, different approaches that you can take. And you've got options. You always have options. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, also ask yourself, what are my options that I'm not currently seeing? Because there are always options that you are not seeing. And if you ask yourself that and you don't know, try asking a friend. Tell your friend what's going on and ask them, what am I not seeing or what am I not thinking of? And this is also a reason why it's good to have a coach because a lot of what I do is just reflect to people, hey, you've got these options that you're not realizing that you have. And it's very understandable because when we're stressed out or overwhelmed or when we're just super close to a situation, when it's your thing, it can be really hard to see past whatever you're in because you are so in it. And that's why for me, having a coach for my first year was really, really valuable because I had somebody to reflect things to me and also intuitively look in and see what was holding me back in a lot of areas. And that's why I offer coaching as part of what I do. I love doing one-off intuitive reads for people as well. That's still super fun for me, but it's even more fun to be in a coaching situation where we have more time together and I get to talk to you every week and watch things progress and watch you shift. And I will be having another group open. I've officially decided. So you can apply for group coaching and that will be starting in May that I'll be starting another group. And with that, it's two sessions per month and you'll get to meet other people. And I will be teaching you how to do some different intuitive reads specifically for business so that you can step away from feeling overwhelmed and give you other tools as well to help with programming your subconscious mind so that it's working for you, not against you, because a lot of times our subconscious minds are holding us back in many ways. So that's what the group coaching is really all about. It's super fun. I am loving doing that. That's something I started recently and it's been a ton of fun. So I'm looking forward to starting another group. And then I also want to do a class that's just a one-time class that's intuition for business owners and teach people how to do these intuitive reads. One where you learn how to read the energy of your business. And then another one is just a different, more general intuitive read, but you can apply it in lots of ways for business. And it's an outcome read. So you're reading what the outcome would be of you doing a certain thing. And with that, it's not like you're going to get some super specific outcome of you're going to make X amount of dollars or anything like that. It's more about what's the energy behind this thing. How will your energy be if you do this thing? So it's very helpful and you can also do reads this way and ask things like what can be known for me to make the most amount of money from this thing and get information on things that you can do and things that you can shift so that you are 
making the most money that you can from things that you're offering. So uh, I will have a link in my link tree. If you go to the show notes, there will be a link in the link tree for you to check out both of those things. If you want to check out group coaching for May, and then if you want to check out the intuition for business owners course, I'm also going to be doing in there a whole healing and restoring and repairing of your third eye just to make sure that you are getting good information intuitively and that your third eye is nice and open to receive that. So that will be really fun. I really love teaching intuition and it's always just so much fun to watch people tap into their gifts for the first time and be surprised by how well they're able to pick up on information and how accurately they're able to do reads for other people. So very excited for that. And then I also do have my monthly membership, which is a couple tools and the two live calls, like I mentioned earlier, and that is just continuously open for enrollment. So you can jump in at any time. And whenever you sign up, you will see all of the past lessons. You'll have access to all of the past lessons. And then you'll be able to jump on any of the live calls that are coming up. So the next live call is Tuesday, April 12th. So it'll be a week from when this podcast episode is out. If you're listening to it the day that it comes out, the call will be in a week. So if you want to be able to be on that first live call, I would recommend getting signed up for that. That is the least expensive way that you can get access to me to ask questions live. It's $72 a month and there are two live calls included in that. So that is the least expensive way that you can get that amount of access to me to be able to ask questions. I'm not doing reads for people in that, but it's just a Q and a and being able to ask how to use a certain tool or ask other questions about whatever lessons I have in there. It'll be some good stuff. The energy recovery is in there. There are a couple of tools for manifesting One is talking about how money is an amplifier and how you can actually use your spending to manifest more money, which is fun. And then another one is about how you need to get clear on why you want the thing so that you can fully align with it and manifest it. And then I also have week one of my Alignment Academy course in there, which is a self-love tool and it's very powerful. I always love hearing about the things that start to happen for people when they use it because it's great. When I first started using it, I ended up with a bunch of Instagram followers who were then booking reads with me. And that was really great and fun. I've had other people get like three job offers after starting to do it things like that. And then also aside from those types of things, just situations like somebody offering to buy them lunch or dinner, buy them a coffee, just different things like that, feeling really loved and supported by the universe, which is always so fun. I love that. So if you have been feeling overwhelmed 
I hope that this episode is helpful to you. I hope you give yourself some grace and take the time to just release whatever pressure you're putting on yourself to get things done because it's all, everything in life is technically all up to you and you get to decide what pressure you want to put on yourself to complete things. You get to decide when you advocate for yourself and tell somebody that a deadline is not actually going to work for you or that in order to meet that deadline, you're going to need extra support. You can always ask for support from people. And if you're feeling like you don't have people who can provide that support for you, then it's time to work on aligning with new people and releasing some people from your life who are taking up energetic space but aren't providing the support that you need in return. That is something to be very aware of and maybe that will be an episode soon and it's also probably going to be a lesson within my monthly membership. I really want to dive into relationship relationship stuff more for people because it's something that has been coming up a lot lately. So I'm also working on a relationship course. And if you are currently either going through a breakup or you are out trying to date, trying to align with a partner and having struggles, or if you are in a relationship and having struggles, whether it's communication issues or other things, I would love to chat with you because my goal is to make this course everything that you would need for relationships from healing from a breakup to making your current relationship a good one that stays as much in the honeymoon phase as you can forever and just dealing with all of the tricky things that come up in relationships. So the more that I can talk to other people and understand all of the struggles that you're going through, the better. And if you are interested in that, feel free to just DM me on Instagram. I'm on there at it's Kristen Hope, I-T-S-K-R-I-S-T-I-N. H-O-P-E. I would love to chat with you. You are not obligated to sign up for the course or anything. You don't have to pay anything. This would be just a free chat for you to help me out with making sure that I cover everything that needs to be covered in the course. And I will also give you a tool that you can use to start to shift whatever your biggest struggle is from doing that call. So that's just my little gift to you. If you want to help me out with that and send me a DM and say, you want to do one of the little relationship course calls and we'll get something set up so that we can chat and I can create an awesome course that maybe you'll sign up for and maybe you won't, but either way, I'll be grateful because it'll be helping me make a great course for whoever does feel like they really need it. That is all that I have for you today. This might be my shortest episode yet, but I think it's still packed with some good nuggets for you. And I hope that you are able to release some of your overwhelm and just realize that you are right on track with everything that you need to be doing. You're learning exactly what you need to learn. You're creating enough. And as soon as you decide that and truly feel like 
you have done enough and you are doing enough, that's when things start to shift. So happy shifting. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. If you found this helpful, I would also appreciate if you rate and review the podcast. And if you think it would be helpful to friends, I always appreciate when you share it as well. Have a wonderful week. I love you.